guys, welcome back to the Simple Mission Podcast. I am Leanna. I'm David. And this is another episode of our Thriving Marriage series. And it is called Wash Your Mouth and Shut Your Heart. <laughs> yeah. I just love that title. I feel like I always wanted to say something similar to that. And I finally got to say it. <laughs> but anyways, um, so we've been going over um, our, you know, series on having, having a thriving marriage. And we covered all of the points in the first episode. If you want to listen to that one, it's episode 78. Um, so we covered like seven points in that one, and each of those points will have its own episode for the series. So this series um, is uh, wash your mouth and check your heart, and talking all about you know like you know taming your tongue and how our tongue has the power of life and death, and um, just checking like what's in your heart because what comes out of your mouth is really what's going on in your heart. So we're excited for this episode. It's a little bit more um exposing ourselves and you know the things that we have a hard time with you know we all and you know the only way we communicate with our spouse is with our words right we have to communicate with our words but if we're not communicating in a very nice way it makes for a very rough uh, day yeah like a rough day a rough marriage a lot of you know tension and you end up just trying to survive instead of having a thriving marriage but i guess we'll go ahead and get started yeah, so let's start with Bible verses this episode, um, and it's going to be from Proverbs 21 through uh, 22, chapter 23. 21, sorry, <laughs> chapter 21, verse 23. There you go. <laughs> Gosh, the All NLT 20. version. It says, watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. <laughs> Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, words kill, words give life, they'll either poison or or fruit you choose. That's a good one. Wow. James one nineteen says, Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Mm-hmm. Luke 6.45 says, A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart yeah wow. so those are just a few samples of some of the bible verses that do talk about the ton and like what we say and all of that there's way more in the bible that we can't cover today um but those are just a few samples of those um the thing is to remember is that um what we say really does matter and you know what if we are not careful it can get easily out of hand quickly and the thing can escalate you know, quicker than you think. Um, when your tongue really goes unchecked and you're not um, just kind of like being mindful of what you're saying, people literally can get hurt and you can end up hurting yourself and your spouse as well. So the words that we speak literally either speak to life or death. That's it. Like life or death. Are you speaking kindly? That's life. If you're talking down to someone, it's speaking death. And it's really hard to kind of wrap our mind around because, like, you're not, like, actually killing somebody, but you can slowly kill someone by... Their soul or their yeah, spirit you're poisoning or their, their emotions mind. or their mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can create a, um, an atmosphere of tension in your home if you're afraid or, or just of overall stress. You know, this will not help you with a thriving marriage. You're just, you're just going to be trying to survive the marriage. You, know, you want to create a home and uh, an atmosphere of peace and gentleness 
love and forgiveness throughout your home and this is a part of this is a real important part of the of the thriving marriage um mm -hmm. series that we're doing and you know their mouth and your heart is really the, the center of it all and um you know if you have a black heart and a black tongue your household's gonna be full of dark and just it just won't be fun you know it won't be fun for your kids it won't be fun for your spouse it won't be fun for anybody and so you know, we're trying to help you with that, help you grow, help you come come out of that. You know, if you're already kind of like lukewarm right now, you're kind of in the gray area of things like, you know, this is for you, too. Or if you have a already have a thriving marriage and you want some great ideas to inspire from, you know, this is this is also going to help you, too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, how many of us, how, how many of us have made excuses um, like, oh, well, like I didn't say that, you know, so like. There's a lot of times where you'll be talking to your spouse and you you won't really necessarily say something hurtful, but what you mean and your tone behind it, your body language can be very loud and aggressive. Yeah. You know, sometimes and it can be hurtful. Like, it's not just like what you say. It can be, you know, what comes out of you really. And that's with your expressions and stuff yeah. like that. It can all stem from a rotten tongue and heart, you know, that, that, that it's all stemming from. So... Yeah, you know, I think the thing. Yeah, that's that's. A, that, I feel like that's a good example of like maybe you're being sarcastic, like you're saying, "Oh, you did a great job on this," but the tone is not matching like what you're really saying. Did you really do a good job? Or yeah, was it a bad job? <laughs> exactly. So not a good I know we're laughing about it, but you know, I feel like I really do struggle with um, being sarcastic before when we first got married, and like just being sarcastic, and I'm just like. Okay, I know now that being sarcastic is not going going to help my husband to I guess have a better outlook on his life and like things that you know I'm just kind of talking down on him. So I feel like that's one example of having a different you know things that you're saying, but your tone is saying otherwise. Yeah, that's good. Uh, for me, you know, I'm I'm perfect. So. <laughs> Whatever. There's nothing to talk about with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes that can be pretty cold. Um, there's kind of a running joke in my family, uh, especially with the, the Bond boys. We can be a little harsh sometimes, um, a little too cold and too unsensitive. Um, we, we're not very sensitive sometimes, mm -hmm. so our sensitivity can not be there. So that is not necessarily what I'm saying, but it's like the tone behind it, my insensitivities can be hurtful you know but sometimes we lash out but i'm telling you what I'm, i've been struggling my struggles in the past years have been uh, being not so sensitive unsensitivity or like it's, being mindful of like oh maybe i shouldn't say that because this person may yeah be hurt by it but then you say it anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know but there's there's a lot of times where conversations will happen stuff like that and i will hold back something and i'll I'll tell Leanna, well, I was, I, you know, I was talked, I would talk to her about conversation. I'm oh, saying, oh, yeah. yeah well, I, 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 you know, I, I was wanting to say this. And she's like, well, is that, is that what you really said or is that what you wanted to say? I was that's like, what that's you were what thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> but that I used to just say it. So, anyways. And that's maybe not that's really a good thing because you're not actually saying those things, you know? I mean, yeah, it's not good that you were thinking those things, but at least you're telling you're kind of like using me as a filter to like let it all out and then like okay you feel better <laughs> you know yeah i feel better but so. anyways um just the next part to remember you know like like we said like what you say really um kind of reveals like what's going on in your heart right so um 
shedding your heart, you know. So back in Luke 45, whenever Jesus said, whatever's in your heart, you know, what you say flows from it. So here's some questions to ask if you're kind of like, well, I don't know what's really going on in my heart. Like, how do I know? Well, here's, here's some questions that you can ask yourself or maybe write it down, journal, and pray about it. So question number one, what truth are you believing? So are you believing in like the world or what God says or what people say about you? Think about that. Number two, what are you allowing to influence you, your heart, and your mind? That can be with TV, with music, with social media, with the people in your life. Like, who are you allowing to influence you that will cause you to start speaking to yourself in a negative way? Number three, are you hiding any secret sin or bad habit from your spouse? So, I feel like that's a really crucial one, and I don't want to makes you think that we're brushing this over really quickly but um I feel like that's a really good episode for another time you know it's just confessing your sin to one another to your spouse in order to grow your marriage like that's really a way to grow your marriage but um but in your heart you know if you're harboring you know secret sins or um bad habits then that's something to really take it to the Lord and humble yourself and like reveal this to your spouse so that y'all can you know work on this together and to pray over this together and to start growing um because we could be like we could be like yelling at our spouse or being mad at our spouse because we're mad at ourselves we're mad at we keep sitting or we keep falling into temptation on this one thing and we could be angry and upset with ourselves that we lash out to the person that we're closest to the person that we love the most so I don't want to say that, you know, we're, you know, brushing over this because this is a really important one, but that's uh, number three. Uh, number four is, do you have an overly high expectation on your spouse? So I just for this one, um, that's more along the lines of if you have such a high expectation of them and then they don't meet that, then you like get angry, right? You get upset or you nag at them. Um, and so if there's another episode, you know, that we're going to cover in towards the end of this series and it's all about, you know, like having a lot of expectation or looking at your spouse as someone that will make you happy and it's, that's not the case, but that's just a question to ask yourself for now. Um, so those are all the questions that you can think of, you know, if you're trying to figure out what's really going on in your heart. Yeah. So, um... I think that, you know, that this is kind of like a tough one because we can say, you know, that we've had all like we've had moments of arguments and bickerments and maybe some extreme debates, even yelling at each other and at times. And, you know, a lot of times we just want to speak our minds and that sometimes is more hurtful than than helpful. And so, you know, but we understand that this is tough. You know, this is this is really, really a tough deal we're talking about. This is not something that can be just fixed tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This is going to take time. It's going to take dedication. It's going to take intentional dedication <laughs> to be, you know, intentional with your tongue, stuff like that. But this just takes practice over time, you know. So you can't just, you can't just go through life, your marriage, holding back your emotions and resentment, never talking because you're afraid to get angry. Too. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can't say, That's "Oh, well, point. what if I don't say anything? Then, uh, then I won't get angry." Well, you're, you're not gonna, communicating. You're ever. gonna hold it all in. It's just you know, it just does not turn into a good relationship at all. Yeah. You know, maybe you have to step back away for a little bit. Maybe if you get really upset, you have to cool down, get mad, you get angry. Maybe you have to step away from it. That's okay. You know, have a cool down before talking again. Figure out how to resolve conflicts, and it 
in a godly way, you know. Um, you know, that's that's kind of the, the challenge. But, um, you know, you're not... Just because you had one fight or you, 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 you yell at your spouse, you yell at each other, doesn't mean, like, you're go- you're all going to hell. It just means that, that you know, you have to work through work through that together, you know. Um, kind of go back to the starting point. Like, hey, why do we get so upset this time around? Like, we were yeah. doing really well, and are we kind of just... Kind of go back over those questions again, you know, the, the heart thing. Cause the hardest part about all of this is you have to expose yourself. You have to... Be willing to, I guess, open up your heart to the Lord and be like, hey, Lord, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what have I said that was wrong? Like, instead of like, well, he did this or she did this, reporting back at them. But th- the hard part of all of this, you have to humble yourself and expose yourself. And it's hard because, yeah. like, you want to be right. Yeah. <laughs> but you could be in the wrong. Yeah, that's very true. That's so. good, you know. So. What you say about your spouse, you know, is um, kind of equally important to you and to everyone, you know. So, you know, we want to encourage you and then, you know, and you all listening not to speak so negatively or complain about your spouse, especially in this, you know, shared kind of close, close-knit setting that that we've adopted again post-COVID and stuff. Everybody's getting a little closer and, you know, and so, um, but this is really important. This this section right here is uh, very important that we're talking about because we're going from really from getting after each other in a personal sense to getting after each other through someone through else. People. Through okay, other people. Okay, that makes sense. So this is like your close friends, your family. You all know what I'm talking about here. Do you tend to complain about your husband or wife to your friends? Or even family members. And you probably don't even know it, honestly. Yeah. It might just happen because someone, someone started it. Not someone started it, but someone kind of, like, said something. And then, like, everyone chimed in. And then you're kind of, like, expected to say something, you know, back. Like, oh, you know, this one person said, oh, my husband, you know, he never, like, pissed up his underwear off the floor. Like, oh, my God, that's so annoying. And they also like, yeah, 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 he does this too. And then <laughs> the next person's like... Here's the thing that he does. Oh, this is what he, oh, this hear is, about this, this is one. This the worst thing. Yeah. And <laughs> you then, ladies have it good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because, not funny, but it's crazy how women are a little bit more willing to share that. I feel like men don't do that as much. I don't, I, I mean, I, I just, I'm just looking from the outside. But it, do you feel like men struggle with something like this at all? Or do you think know. it's like a woman thing? Could we like, we like to dot it. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe more if something bad happens. Like if you get in a fight with your wife and you call your brother or you call your friend and complain mm, about that. Yeah. Maybe not on like a daily basis. Not Maybe a like daily in like a thing. big thing. You know what I mean? Big thing. Okay. So that means then that's even harder because that big thing can be a really big thing. Yeah. So this, I mean, there's a difference between, you know, complaining to somebody like all the time and there's a difference between, you know, like if there's something that y'all all... Y- y'all are both going through you're just seeking advice you're, you're seeking advice you're seeking wisdom and counsel like that's a whole different thing but i feel like your spouse has to be on the same page with that you know that y'all both have to be on the same page on yeah um trying to find a better way but anyways um we really encourage you to not be complaining or you know speaking negatively about your spouse because there's two things that you're allowing to happen one you're allowing yourself to complain and add more resentment and bitterness into your heart towards your spouse. 
And number two, for the people that you're complaining and speaking negative to, negatively to, do the same thing around you. It's just a vicious cycle. You're encouraging it. So if you stop it where you're at, then you're not allowing it to happen yeah. unless you have to step away from that group of friends or that conversation altogether. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I feel like that, that was a really important one to cover because as we were writing this outline, we were kind of just like, well, what about whenever you talk to other people about your spouse in a negative way, you know? Yeah. Not just you talking to your spouse yeah. badly. Like, what about behind their back? Yeah. That's true. Dang. Hope y'all are listening. <laughs> good stuff. So let's talk about the next point. It is called the blessed truth. Okay? So this, and this is the area that only God can help you in. Only, really. Ooh. He's... He can give you a softened heart. Um, you know, he can reveal to you why you're saying these harsh words, why you're 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 yelling, or why you have anger in your words, or why you have resentment or bitterness mm-hmm. in your words. You know, it's it's what's from the heart. You know, and the Lord can can come in there and fix that. He can fix your heart. It, it you are a fixable um, thing that he can work on. You know, you're you're moldable, your heart is moldable and just because you've been doing this for twenty years doesn't mean you have to continue doing it. You know, you can change, you know, you can you can change your heart, you can change your tongue and you can speak um kindly and wise and um you know uh speaking like courageously towards people and not and not so negatively toward people. Mm-hmm. You know, um you know God God has a business of changing us from the inside out that's kind of how what he's known for and he he does and you know and you can start by praying over your heart praying over your tongue and kind of getting rid of things in your life that are corrupting your heart and your soul wow yeah it's true and sometimes we don't even know what those things are we have to have god like really reveal that to us and taking i mean getting rid of those things that is corrupting our heart we we're supposed to guard our heart because from from it it flows the the rivers of life. That's what it says in Proverbs, I think chapter four. Um, but yeah, I think the whole you know point of it all is that you know we do have choices to make, right? Daily and each moment, and it's really hard to remember in the moment as you're getting angry or upset or you're just wanting to lash out at them. Choice number one, you, you can either nag wives i'm talking to you and and myself you can either nag yeah listen up (laughs) (laughs) you can either nag or don't even speak at all and just do those things that you're you're going to nag them about yourself and that can be really hard it's like there's a few times where you know like david like left something on the floor and i'm like i'm about to tell him hey you need to start picking those up or you gotta do this i just do it myself and i don't say anything (laughs) And David doesn't obviously notice that because he doesn't, like, know that I was going to say that. But I had to, like, consciously make, make that choice. But I don't make that choice all the time. <laughs> Only occasionally when, when things are heated. Nah, oh, oh, like, nagging part? Yeah. But I try to, you know, make a better choice. You, you want to read the second choice? Sure. So this is the second choice. That was the first one. Um, <clears throat> yell or speak kindly without hidden tones. Ooh. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, so... That's that's pretty tough right there. The third one is insert your thoughts and opinions quickly or to be slow to speak. Just like in James, right? Yep. So and I, then um, the fourth one is talk and talk their ear off or to be quick to listen. 
Dang. I feel like that's these a really all hard choices one. you have to make yeah. on a daily basis, you know, with these either 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 X or Y, you know, or A to Z or A or Z really. And so which one are you gonna choose to do? You know, you're gonna have to choose a whole heart, uh, uh, speaking speaking peace and speaking life in somebody, or you're gonna try to break them down to make yourself feel better, to make Ooh. your surroundings better and make them feel like how you're feeling. Wow. Rotten. So. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, um, you know, it's just back to that last choice. Is I feel like I realized this, you know, in the last year that I had to give David the time and the space to communicate to me, and not me like trying to talk my talk his ear off like on everything I'm feeling, but then not allowing him the time and the, the space to like think about what he's really feeling and then sharing it. Because I, I, I realized I'd have to be more quick to listen and be slow to speak. And so um, it's just, if we, if we tend to interrupt our spouse more than we realize, you know, that's going to cause them to think that you don't really care or want to hear what they have to say or what they feel. You know, they're eventually going to not share their thoughts and they're going to share their thoughts with someone else that will care or want to listen. And so we don't want that. Not to say it's in a positive thing or whatever, but we don't want them to want to turn to another friend or a family member instead of their own spouse. Like, the, your spouse should be your very best friend, and you gotta take the time to listen to them. Yeah. And I don't know. That, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, we are all better at this, you know, um, through Christ. So your life will be much more peaceful with Him. And it's pretty much as simple as that. You know, ask and pray to the Lord for help every day and throughout throughout your life, throughout your day. And just seek Him. Um, seek Him first, and He will help you. If you feel frustrated, like, oh, I just I always go to this, you know. And how about changing your thought process to saying always always go to the Lord with this stuff, you know. Instead of going to your, 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 your ways of, of doing things, you know. So... We want to help you change. We want to help you grow. We want to help you get better. And one of these ways you can get better in your marriage is by watching your mouth and checking your heart. Check out your heart. And that has to be kind of a daily thing if you think about it. But anyway, yeah, not once, like a year. once a year. Whoa. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> you and I like just said that at the no, same time. It's on New Year's. For New Year's resolution. Oh, day Like, oh, I need to speak better. And then you like forget about it. Two weeks later. Oh, oh we start yelling again. No, it's a daily choice, a daily struggle, but, you know, come to the Lord and he will help you each and every day. And you have to offer up your heart. You have to have a softened heart in order to change the way you speak to your spouse. Because if you don't have a softened heart, you you have a hard heart, then nothing's going to change. So having a softened heart means to be humble. So we hope that you love this episode. Yeah, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, we are midway through the series, and we're loving Ooh. it. It's a lot of fun. We hope that you continue to listen uh, for more awesome, fun, exciting episodes to come. We'll yeah. see you later. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.